Hello and welcome to the second part of our little thing here. We talked about big summer blockbusters. Now we're talking about movies that are too big to fail. You yeah, know, we're thinking about our Batgirls and our Flashes out right. there. And to join me in this conversation is Don Shanahan from Every Movie Has a Lesson in the Cinephile Hissy Fit, Will Johnson from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, Katie Glidefell from the Blonde and Front. Katie Glidewell from the Blonde and Friends. Still the same. And Hayden Mears from IGN. Hello. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had a, kind of an interesting summer here. We had sure the have. Flash come out, and you know, we the, Warner Brothers hyped that movie up so much. They had, they kept saying it's one of the best films you'll see. It's so great. It's so great. Yeah. It came out. It was a huge sloppy mess. Yeah. And it didn't really went over audiences a lot of people didn't see them happening i didn't but, even see it oh not he didn't it. even see it you can spoil it i know that nicholas cage shows up so sorry yep there it is which camera am i at yeah nicholas cage that one i will say that up. there was a much better multiverse movie that came out right before that across that the spider verse yeah it doesn't both, help right both like, big outfits are yeah. doing multiverse at the same time and that has i not saw done. this online honestly either one of them any favorites one yeah. of the things i really liked about Across the Spider-Verse, this was articulated really well on Twitter, is that it uses the multiverse to introduce new things rather than bring back old things. Mm. Sure. And it's like the only movie that's really doing that in the multiverse superhero space. Yeah. Because um, The Flash is just bringing, you know, it's a lot of its uh, marketing was predicated on Michael Keaton's coming back, right? Like, yeah. it's like bringing these people, it's nostalgia, cheap nostalgia. It's, yeah. We call um, those crutches. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's almost a distraction from the fact that the story is not that good. Yeah, distraction is a good word, too. <laughs> and the CGI is not that good, either. And that's not that good is a very, I'm being very nice by saying not that good. It's Who? horrific at some point. The CGI? The CGI is very the CGI. bad. CGI. That's yeah. what she said. Yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, I what? Well, I I, and I said this, the babies in the film, from the beginning, I need to apologize to Clint Eastwood because they make the babies in American Sniper look Oscar-worthy. It's just True. bad. The, the yeah. DCEU, though, is characterized by really bad CGI. Yeah. Uh, for a lar- by and large. Well, and, yeah. and it's, it's really bad, and we were talking about this with, like, budget figures and whatnot, where once a studio has to, like, come out with excuses or create excuses to, you know, soften the marketing or soften the bad buzz, like... For like the director to come out, well, it's intentionally meant to look yes. in a dreamlike state. Like bullshit. Well, it's, it's bad is bad, and you for, there's no example, excuse there. That, you know, Batman v Superman. You've got like a Minecraftian doomsday, right? Like you've got this, yeah. this CGI that's just very, very blocky mm-hmm. um, and gooey. Like it looks like somebody made it in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I think is consistent across a lot of the the DCEU movies. Yeah. The, but well, one of the movies where it's more forgivable is because it's not as heavy as the, the Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman movie. Sure. Excellent. But but we catch Marvel slipping too. At least Marvel's self aware to be like, you know what? We didn't put as much time in that. We're going to correct that going Because we worked forward. our visual yeah. artists to death. Yeah. Yeah. But that's maybe part of this thing is like, we're. The, Studios are getting lazy, like, oh, they'll still see it. They'll still watch it. It's okay if it's not the best it could be. And maybe there's, we're hoping, talking about Too Big to Fail, that maybe there's finally audience pushback. And Warner's is getting it for sure. Marvel's had some tips, but not yeah. sink the yeah, ship Yeah, nothing that's yeah. going to no, you know, steer their ship away. Well, the, the studios are misreading our, our attendance as um, uh, what is it, complacency. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the FOMO. Like, hey, did you see the Flash? Like, even to bash it, you're still gonna pay your eight, twelve bucks to see it. Well, I didn't see the Flash. Nah. Well, I mean, to be honest, you didn't miss a lot. Like, it was okay. I gave it a good review overall, but I will say it's. It's just all over the place. I like film, the director. Andy Muschietti is great. I he think did he's uh, great. the first it film is was he? real good. Yeah. He didn't know he did the, the first two. Guys. He did both. Is of them. he? Is he really? I, jury's still out for me. Yeah. Because it two I'm is with my podcast it partner. Two, on this one's one. good. It two yeah. was not as good as one. I thought so there was I a little was better bit. Than one. I see. Yeah. Two yeah. is better than one. What? It two one is much better than one because one was way better than two. I thought. No, two was more tight. Was better than one because they actually. Adapted the book where the timelines oh, are happening at the there. same time. So are you telling me you're a number two man, I mean, not a number one man? I am a number two man. Nice. Oh dear. But, I mean, why am I but, smiling at this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, jokes uh, are always funny. This is really stupid. But look, did I liked really? what he did with Mama. I thought he did a good job. I like what he did with It Chapter One. Yes, yeah. there's a significant part in the book that is omitted from that. It's also omitted from the first one, and technically it should be omitted and never seen A lot seen of it should be omitted from um, a yeah, screen. I've never read it, yeah. but isn't a lot of it like kind of Oh no, there's great. a scene where uh, someone runs a train like on a 12-year-old for about 45 pages. It's really awful. Damn. What? I'm not kidding. Yeah. I'm not like kidding. They, they, they book I'm not drunk. I'm being her? serious. Yeah. yeah. How does yeah. it go on for 45 pages? Well, that's maybe. your problem with that? That's the issue? Is he uh-huh. pages? <laughs> I mean, 43 pages, but 45, you're yeah. pushing. Way to show restraint, Steven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Woo. with, I mean, I feel like Machete, like, talking about the CGI and saying, oh, that's on purpose, and then bringing up the facts, like, you know, Ezra's the greatest, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, those are two strikes that I really can't It's going to make you forget that. about all his problems. He's yeah. that good. That's what yeah. he said, right? Come on. Is that what he said? Yeah. Is he said he's so good. good. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. They? Sorry. I like they their are energy. not good. Yeah. Like, it's just, I like their energy. Ezra can, Ezra can fill a screen and, and give you something to look at, but... Material. It's just a yeah. better movie. I think you know. I think Ezra is better as supporting. I don't think that they they can leave yeah. as well. Yeah. No. Is is Flashpoint DC's Dark Phoenix? No. Where they just cannot do it right. No. That's Crisis on Infinite Earths, and they still can't do that no, right. No, no. But what I mean is, is like they've tried like Dark Phoenix twice. They've tried Dark Phoenix twice, and they just haven't got it. Yeah. Is Flashpoint them trying to do Dark Phoenix and just failing completely. Oh, um, it, uh, I mean, Flashpoint should be as good as something like Dark Phoenix, and it sounds like the animated film nailed it, you know, in 94 minutes, two, four, five, six years ago. But, um, I mean, some of that is, like, we've got some comic book movies over the years and decades, I should say, now that they're trying to do some things that, despite all the special effects that we're talking about and all that, there's some things that are just unfilmable. You know, yeah. that you yeah. just you just can't recreate. Like, even, like, Days of Future Past, like, they really did the best they could in that X-Men movie of, like, let's borrow the old from the the, the Fassbender, McAvoy stuff. Let's bring the, the 90s, I'm sorry, the aught stuff back. And I, but I'm not going to do the space and the, star, you know, and the, the cosmic stuff. The star jammers yeah. and all the stuff that go, comes with Dark Phoenix or Days of Future Past. But, like. To tell it in the guise of how we've made the movies, that was the best you're going to get. Well, that's why um, I liked First Class more than, like, First Class, I think, was the best of those. Yeah. Um, but, um, but, like. I, I loved it. But then one movie later. Better than Days of Future Past. But, but like, one movie Anything. later, like, 
My recent Apocalypse stool sample is better than Apocalypse. Yeah. So. yeah. But one movie later, Apocalypse is unfilmable. Like, that doesn't, I mean, unless you have really good CGI that doesn't work with practical costuming, even though we would all love a little practical costuming, practical costuming in our lives, but just not there. Not in a 12-foot super mutant. It just doesn't work. You, we, All the Power Rangers villain laughs that are deserved for that movie. So. So we have the movies that are too big to fail, where yeah. the studios are like touting up, up despite the things that have gone on. What about the studios that are actually bringing up the things that have gone on that I feel like they're trying to implode the films, like with yeah. John Carter and uh, The Lone Ranger? I mean, yeah. yes, when we saw those films, we end up seeing the issues, but it's also that Disney gave us so many things that were going on with them behind See. the scenes, like See, letting yeah. the audience, and I'm like, no offense, but there are NDAs and things that are going on yeah. that you guys are leaking this stuff on purpose to make, yeah. to, like, yeah. to try and, like, make this film fail. Yeah. So what's See, the point of that? See, well, that's, that's my Dis with them. Disney can do that because... They have so many properties, so many movies, a saturated marketplace of their things where what, two or three of their hits make so much money that they can wash over and in terms of like bottom line and end of the ledger can pad five, six, seven, eight, twelve failures. Like for every John Carter in 2012, they still have a Pixar stunner that made twice its budget where they can, they can, wa they can wash their hands of even some of their biggest bombs because they're not losing money. The closest you're going to get to a studio taking really getting a haircut might be right now with Warner Brothers, where they've had a losing streak of box office bombs where at some point, and we're seeing the most minor versions of that of like tax write-offs, uh, delaying how many movies they can promote at the one time because they don't have the promotion budget, bad well, studio politics in terms well, of like taking stuff off the of streaming too, so they don't have to pay royalties. That's how bad yeah. they're in right like, now. That, that to go that far is saying something. And ten years ago, we would have never seen Warner Brothers go there. Um, five years ago, we would have never seen Warner Brothers go there. But we're watching something now that might be too big to fail. Comes to roost, but it 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 will. I'll say it right now. It'll never happen with Disney. Never. They are they are legit well, yeah, too big they, to fail. They're full um, they enough have... Marvel movies are so successful. The Pixar ones are successful, and they have so many irons and so many fires when it comes to real estate, the theme parks, the merchandising. Like they're net, they're not not making. They money. are too big to fail. They yeah. are. Well, That's the one. And it's always the fact that no matter what happens with the U.S. box office in North America. Once you go overseas, like, That's look, gravy. this may not work here with the marketing and yeah. all that stuff, but we don't know what the marketing is like overseas right. unless we see that. And, I mean, I know I haven't. All yeah. I know is I just think about those films from 10 years ago that it's like, you know, this doesn't seem right. It seems like you guys are yeah. trying to make this, like, make me not want to see that movie. And I don't understand, look honestly, the... Like what the what that's supposed to mean? Like telling me like oh this person died there, this person this it's yeah. like is it their attempt at frank honesty instead of like no what because Warner right now the opposite narrative is yeah. happening with Warner we're like no no that zero admission of failure versus Disney going well excuse 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 factual excuse factual excuse, excuse. factual excuse. But we can we can afford it. We're fine. Yeah. You know, everyone still has a life career. No one's losing jobs and going to the homeless line anytime soon. Yeah. Like Andrew Stanton directing uh, John Carter still made Finding Dory five years later and it was fine. Yeah. So yeah, 
versus again versus Warner Brothers. Or, but I like what you're saying, where the international box office that we Americans don't see in the news is doing it. And look no further than Box Office Mojo, where you can see the split percentage between domestic and foreign. And when you see those 3070s, where 70 is international. That's when you know, hey, it didn't work here, but it's going to work someplace else, and yeah. maybe China, maybe Japan, wherever. And well, then, again, it's all gravy at that point. I mean, I remember that being uh, the Fifth Element. You guys remember the Fifth Element? Oh yeah. yeah. When that yeah. came out, that was a box office flop here. Yeah. But it did so well worldwide that it was a massive hit. Yeah. You could say it's a hit, even though here in the U.S. it was yeah. kind of a domestic failure, really. But mm-hmm. yeah, they had other markets. Yeah. So. And some of that is like, um, it, it's still big, but you see how much bigger yep. is the Fast and Furious movies, yep. where ever yep. since Fast Five was the big jump to like bring them bigger. It made good money here, but it made sick money elsewhere. Yep. Where even the 70, 30s put the 30, still really high, well, which makes the 70 look great, and I then mean, the bottom line look huge. That's what has been, a lot of people are making about the, the death of Marvel or whatever, because they don't have the China money, but it does make a difference because something like Doctor Strange 2 would definitely be a billion dollars if it had the China money, and it did not. But And a lot of this stuff does affect it, but, you know, regardless. Well, and I think about when Titanic was being made and how, again, the whole thing about the budget and all this stuff, and that was one of those things, like, I remember being... I mean, younger than much younger than I am now, but thinking like, wow, they're really focusing on how much money it's, it's yep. you know, it's spent mm-hmm. that was spent to make this film yep. and not yep. in a positive way. It was yep. always negative, well, pushing did, the deadline and pushing the deadline. Waterworld, like, Waterworld like, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Waterworld then look what happened to Waterworld. But it's like I feel like James Cameron was like, eh, 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 no, f you. I got this. I'm taking this. Yeah. I'm fixing whatever you're trying to do. I'm going to make this mine. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was becoming the summer. I wanted to come out in the winter. And then what happened? It that six became, month delay was perfect. Yeah, right. it became yeah. the um, first billion dollar movie, I think. You Did know, and then first two billion Avatar, dollar movie too. Yeah, Avatar, the second Avatar. I mean, he knows when um, he knows when to, you know, put him out. And he also knows, it's like, look, don't try and like, bomb my movie before I it, it comes out. It's like, I know what I'm doing. If something's going to happen, that's going to happen, but so I love far that you brought up. I love that you brought up Avatar because all the Twitter snark in the world last October, November was like, this movie's going to bomb. Who's this movie for? Motherfuckers still raked two billion plus. Like, Dude. Yeah. People still showed up and people shut the fuck up afterwards like, nope, he delivered. I mean, even if we were soft in the movie, you still paid your 12 bucks to see it. Right. Well, there's the 3D sales that boosted a little bit but still I know not, what you mean I know what you mean you don't hit 2 billion just because yeah, yeah, yeah. 3D sales pop you another 10 absolutely, or 12% absolutely. and yeah. I mean yeah. I remember saying this in a review regarding uh, Avatar the second one there's no one that loves James Cameron more than James Cameron the yep. fact True. that there are at least four instances in that film that reference his other films I was like you know what dude Good for you. Yeah. If He's someone's super going, into himself. Yeah. yeah. If someone's going to do a, you know, you know what? I'm just going to do a little reference. Uh, maybe a little thing called Titanic. Maybe a little thing called Aliens. Maybe right. it's like, oh, oh, are those my movies? Oh, I guess they are. Maybe Excuse a little me. thing Excuse called me. Piranha Two. Yeah. Really the birthing. The what? What? For Cameron is the is the. By the way, I've made other movies. Thing kind of like is that necessary though? Like it's not. We all yeah, know who he is. I, if you oh, yeah. hate him, I'd say hell well, yeah. No, compare that to um, this is like I'll I'll play the studio card here. 
earning potential. Yeah. James Cameron, thanks to his smash hits, even despite his hubris, that man has more earning potential than Martin Scorsese. Oh, yeah. Because Martin Scorsese wants to brings his little poor man hat to the table and says, Apple, please give me $200 million for my filet mignon buffet of old people and bullshit. Right. Where, and, and then, like, but somebody, but a studio chasing prestige like Netflix or Apple with Killers nice. of Flower Moon and the Irishman before it, someone's still, unfortunately, dumb enough to give Scorsese that money, not seeing, the, they're never going to see that money back. But maybe they'll give him a little Oscars, a little pub, a little this, a little that. And and Netflix took a haircut and a fucking half on The Irishman. Because it made, what, $8 million at the box office? Yeah, it made barely anything. If that, and, I mean, maybe you get a Netflix bump of subscribers, but for how long? There's no home video market to pad that stat either. And, and, uh, and it, it cost, also wasn't that good. But And, yeah, Sorry. but it cost, it cost $155 million before marketing for Netflix. And I don't know how a studio – Netflix is brazen. They'll do it. But any other studio would be like, no, Marty, I, there's a reason why you have to shop that thing all over town. Because well, earning potential says we're not going to see that money back. I and mean, Oscar doesn't make that much money. Yeah, yeah no it, offense, it, but prestige doesn't pay the bills. No. And yeah. that's a sad fact. It, but it, also, it, I didn't necessarily like the Irishman. not going to make enough money so that profit margins are not even part of the conversation. It's not, you know. I, it, I, what Studios have to be comfortable doing that. And watching Marty post-Irishman have and to go risk? around town and not find a suitor until Apple showed up and to get caught Killers of the Flower Moon. So, like, and that's, that's him with, with the Scorsese name, right? Like, that's him yeah. even with Cachet. Yeah. Like, historical Mount Rushmore cachet. And, and he can't get a budget. Yeah. Where I, I'm waiting for somebody to go, Marty, fucking tone it down. Like, how about 85? But he also, how about 75? The same token, he doesn't not have, buck he's 55. Martin, he's Martin Scorsese. He doesn't really have to tone it down. Yes, he does, or he, or his little movies don't get made. Because like, if someone doesn't pick up the Irishman, it does. And unfortunately, guys, it doesn't get made. That's happened. If to, someone doesn't pick up Killers of Flower Moon, it gets delayed all these years until it, it gets made. He's like kind of a more look at Devil and De- Devil in the White City. We're still waiting on it. He's no like an extreme version of Francis Ford Coppola. No one's been funding his films for twenty years. At some so. point, you fade. Isn't and, he still funding uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola? Right, but. You, that's what I'm saying. Find yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Extra no, I'm, I'm just making sure I know. Yeah, but I'm saying he could make a film with a studio for $60 million I wish. And you better instead of having to self-fund his $200 million, you know, whatever the fuck he's doing. But even doing. that guy's going to – even himself. He's not Tom Cruise. He's going to run out of money. Yep. Tom Cruise has been self-funding his Mission Impossible movies for – since the beginning. Cruise I Wagner so, started yeah. with Mission Impossible. Yep. So he – and he – his ass with gold. Yeah, so, but, like, yeah. now that yeah. that guy's mint – he, it, yeah, he can get his little foreign investors and his own money, and he's fine. No haircut needed on that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, but it's earning potential. Yeah. Tom Cruise is becoming an even more bankable. Like he's so he's still such a but like. But it's Tom Cruise is a smart a guy. Bit, and knows it took what he's gradual doing. Mission Impossible improvement, and then it took Top Gun smoking. Oh, yeah. Because five years ago, yeah, people forget. Rock of Ages, Tom Cruise is, isn't yeah. getting a paycheck. People seem to forget, like, people are talking about, like, Maverick saved movies from the IP culture. It's like, that's a sequel to a it's very still, popular it's still IP. IP. So, like, With a big movie star. Yeah. Yeah, no. it, yeah that's still, that's super IP. It yeah. That's not, IP. well, somebody said it. What was the last, the last original movie to make a top ten in your, your in end of the year box office was, I think it was Nope was the last movie that was not an IP or sequel yeah. to make it in the year-end top 10 grosses. Jordan and it took Peele, an Oscar maybe. push in a year to get there. But yeah, that's yeah. the last one. Everything yeah. else is Pixar. Pixar, maybe. But um, 
Yeah. Has, has Pixar hasn't been doing great at the box office. I have like, not. Um, yeah, well, they've been, but, they're, but they're petty. Yeah. Like the, the Disney still fronts the paycheck. They they have mommy's money. They're still fine. What were you guys thinking, Mike? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit. Sorry. <laughs> but um, too big to fail. Yeah. Does it? Is there? Like I said, I, I know I think Warner Brothers were close. We're watching we're watching a case study in yeah. maybe. I don't think it'll ever. Because see, that's the other thing. Warner Brothers is still owned by a very large company that's making money hand over fist, where they're going to be fine. It's just who's willing to put money into the film division to see it through. Other than that, like it, it still won't. It'll sink and it'll flounder, but it won't fail. Even no one will let Warner Brothers fail, or. Disney, somebody, some uh, the next suitor will come in and buy the company. Yeah. Or like, if, if or Disney, Disney will buy Fox. Warner Brothers. Yeah. You know, that would be like. No, but but like Comcast will buy that them. Would be the or end. like it won't be Sorry. Disney won't buy them. No. Who but, owns uh, WB? It's AT and T, right? It's Discovery. It, I think a parent company is still AT and T. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. But that's where we're at here. Like, that's the other line of like. Why too big to fail is is here and now is because in the last 25 years, big tech and big tech has put their money into the movie business. Because when Disney was just Disney and Warner's was just Warner's and Paramount was just Paramount before it was Viacom, before Sony bought Columbia and TriStar, when studios were just studios, too big to fail was possible. Not with big corporate backing anymore. It won't happen. It'll flounder, but it won't fail. Because even Sony's like clinging to James Bond and Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all that they really have. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, they they really, they they are so connected to Spider-Man that they'll release movies without him, but reference him, and it's enough just to, to make the money. The, hold the rights. Yep. Exactly. Or and, and anything that didn't get gobbled up by a big tech company, MGM. It, it still goes now. Their catalogs go to the highest bidder. It's like Amazon swoops in and saves MGM. Um, or, or we start to see the mergers, like Fox gets saved by Disney. Yep. Fox saves Lucasfilm. Fox when saves now, Marvel. I'm sorry, see, Disney saves Lucasfilm. Disney saves Marvel. I gotta tell you, just speaking for myself here, seeing The Simpsons on Disney Plus was so trippy. <laughs> it is. Yep. Yeah. Like, Imagine you see Alien it with the correct aspect ratio. We're not there yet. Huh? Did you see it with the correct aspect ratio? No, I know that they, they, they cut out visual gags, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But they actually put back in the four by three ratio. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I haven't I haven't done a Simpsons watch in a long time. Yeah. I haven't seen them since they. I mean, when when were they last good? Like the tenth season was like the last. Ninety five. And then for like twenty years I'm after. I'm more of an that. American Dad guy in terms of adult. Ninety five, ninety six, uh, ninety four were the. Prime Seasons. Yeah. Huh? Here's when Simpsons yeah. was really, really good. 94, 95, 96. So, yeah, I was a child. Long yeah. before yeah. you were born. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt Groening was the right ear. Really? Yeah. I don't trust anyone born in the 90s. Here's here's the next thing with Too Big to Fail. Yeah, yeah. Is the other chance you had to see it maybe happen was COVID. Where if you take a year or two where the, the receipts stop coming in. Who can hang? Who can still put stuff out? Who can still absorb the losses? And everyone just kind of hunkered down, puckered up, did some streaming stuff, cut their noses by their face to like, because that's where Pixar is at. Like, everyone's like, well, I'll just wait for Disney Plus instead of go see a Pixar movie like as a, as a summer event. Um, where the, the lifeboat became the comfort boat for everybody else. Like, we're going to put some things in streaming because we need to put some content out there to remind people that we, we're still here and we're going to get your scri- subscriber money. Um, but 
now like the home video market is so fast the turnaround time for digital the what happened during covid was that one thread of like can a studio fail and they still made it so because digital is a lifeboat so like that, that that didn't sink anybody either so what's what's it going to take now is like economic collapse because 9-11 didn't sink it either. Well, yeah, I mean... We've had two recessions in 20 years. That didn't pe- sink it either. People talk about how, like, oh, Marvel's not hitting as much as it has, but it's still making $800 million. Yeah. Like, yeah. sure, they're not making $1.8 or $2.1 billion, but, like, they're still the force to reckon with in the marketplace. Yeah. I guarantee you no one's going to be trying to open up maybe maybe with the marvels but no one's gonna try to open up a film against that because it's still marvel yeah. Still yeah disney it's you know yeah I, the reports of its death are greatly exaggerated uh, well disney's foolproof they have so much backup that's the know? thing that they so have much. they have pixar they have disney animation they All have the disney non-film world stuff. they have disneyland yeah just, yeah, just what they put in the parks alone they're like they're like the they're like the number, what they say, they're like the number four real estate holder in the state of Florida. Yeah. yeah. They have like condos and hotels. Like their, and gross all, domestic, and all their, their gross domestic product is like bigger than like most yeah. countries. So yeah. if you take a $200 loss, $200 million loss on Ant-Man, whatever, it, it's, they nothing. can, they can absorb it. Like, Jump chain. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. It, we're in billionaire territory. Yeah. 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 Well, True. That's, that's why Disney will always be ahead. I'm, what, what's going to be interesting is keeping our eye out on Warner Brothers and see what they do. You have every, this is our, the one. And this I think the I think they're they're going to start from scratch after. What are, what are they done with? They have another Aquaman coming out. Mm-hmm. They have Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. Yeah. They, yeah. And they, Barbie. They just cast Super, Warner Brothers? Superman. They yeah. just cast Superman and Lois Lane. Isn't um, Warner Brothers' next big thing Barbie? Barbie, yeah. Barbie could do great. Uh, there's going to be an unusual amount of men seeing Barbie. It'll beat Oppenheimer, easily. Oh, Oppenheimer, I easily. think, is going to bomb. Well, I don't... Just, even just for the logistics of it, it's a three-hour movie, less time. R-rated. R-rated. Yeah. You know. If so. Barbie did what Mario in the Lego movie did, and somehow, I don't, we all haven't seen it yet, but if it shined itself up to be PG instead of PG-13... You'd be, you'd be racing Mario for the top movie of the year. Yeah. Plus, they're advertising it correctly by Very saying, correctly. if you love Barbie, you'll love this movie. Yeah. If you hate Barbie, you'll love yeah. this movie. It's perfect. They're super sly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. And honestly, Greta Gerwig has the prestige behind her, right? That's like, the yeah. crazy thing. It's like, now like you she, have both. Like, cinephiles will see it. Casual fans will yeah. see it. How often she, do we get to say that about some things? Her, her Little Women, that was my one of my favorite movies of 2019. You like, mean Lady Yeah. Yeah. She's Bird. so good. She, that, yeah. Those are two number ones there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Francis Ha, I mean, writing, I mean, she, she's, a legend. she's fantastic. And, and she's I, consistent. Yeah. Yeah. But Which, um, it may be more important that she's consistent rather than fantastic. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> is that a tea leaf to the idea of Too Big to Fail? Is that you have legit auteurs who are willing to make a little, make a little big, big studio money. Like, Barry Jenkins is going to make a Lion King prequel. Greta Gerwig made a Barbie movie. Well, Taika um, made Marvel movies. Yeah, I mean, Ava everybody. Chloe Zhao made, made a Mar- Marvel movie. So, like, yeah. I feel like, I'm not trying yeah. to say, like, <laughs> how dare you? Now, how much, to me, is like, it's good for everyone's business. Where, I mean, I don't, and I don't feel like anyone's putting a gun barrel to Chloe Zhao's head, Greta Gerwig's head, and all that to make these movies. Like, if, it, if it's pads their resume and they still have fun doing it. Well, yeah, I, I, if I've learned anything and uh, I've been, I recently have been getting into the John Waters filmography. Yeah. 
And, you know, this is a guy who, like Kevin Smith, used to make movies for, like, $20,000, yeah. you know, on his handheld camera. And he still made Hollywood movies, and no one was like, he made a PG hairspray movie, and no yep. one was like, how dare you sell out? Like, yeah. Francis Ford Coppola had three massive bombs in a row before a studio said, make The Godfather, and he was like, okay. And like, does, be, you know, I'll sound old school. Does Michael Curtiz sell out making Robin Hood versus Mildred Pierce? No. <laughs> yeah, it, it all works. It's all it's all the ecosystem. It's movies, man. We got to stop taking it so like yeah, don't regimental and totally silly. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. art. I mean, as long as you make it, like that's the point. Like I remember, yeah. look, uh, Benson and Moorhead doing their independent films, and then they went on to do what four or five episodes of. Uh, the Disney they, show with Oscar Isaac. They did Isaac. Moon Knight. They did yeah, Moon Knight as well. Yeah. 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 And uh, the, the indie kids like Daniel Destin Cretton making Shang-Chi after Short Term 12 yeah, the, back in yeah. the day. The guys that did, uh, or the, I, I don't know if their husband and wife team that did, um, huh? uh, full, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Brian Gosling movie where he's half Nelson. They did yeah. Captain Marvel. I mean, yeah. who cares? That's like, like a Sunshine team, isn't it, as well? Yeah. So, yeah, like, it's... It all counts. I, the yeah. divisiveness that you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be done. I don't. I never have. Yeah. Bought that whole no. garbage don't make about. Don't fun of Scorsese making Hugo. No one's gonna do it because it's. He made a children's book. Todd Haynes made a children's book too. He did Wonderstruck. Like everybody does. That's what I'm saying. There wonderful. was a big thing about Rob Zombie making the monsters. It's like PG. And I, like I said, you go. John Waters made a PG movie. People made PG movies. Like it's not yeah. like a big deal. Like everyone's just chill out. Um, I honestly wonder if the monsters would have fared better if Rob Zombie's name wasn't on it. Like that's if fair. they have just gone well, into yeah. it. Well, just maybe if he didn't make it look like it was a. That's a good point. Yeah. Think about some of the most successful Stephen King adaptations do not have Stephen King's name on it. Yeah. Like True. Shawshank Redemption, Stand by Me. They went mm-hmm. away from putting Stephen King's name on it. To make it more successful, and that there is valid, there is validity to what you're saying. Interesting, sure. yeah. But well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking forward to seeing Oppenheimer. I, oh yeah, Tenet was in my top ten. I remember going back in the theater after COVID, not after COVID, like During when we were able to yeah. go into COVID and yeah. watching that. You're kinder than me. I mean, I oh, well, know I couldn't know understand me. it. I'm I wish I had um, cliff notes for it because it's like that was I consider myself a very intelligent woman and that made me feel dumb. And yet I was all on board because yeah. I'm you, in a theater. You know what? That's, I don't understand half the shit that's, that's going on. That's on the on filmmaker. I'm that's okay. on the filmmaker, though. It is. Because yeah. it, you shouldn't have to be a fucking Rhodes Scholar to understand a movie that someone's putting out there like. You and need I, to be able to I appreciate fear that about Oppenheimer. Big well, stars yeah. aside, that's well, a heavy you guys, thing to get into. That's you guys know me. I, I hate Christopher Nolan films, and I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. So oh, you hate Christopher yeah. Nolan films? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Christopher Nolan films. I don't like um, Wes Anderson films, and I kind of enjoyed I, um, Asteroid City. So I mean, this is that's the other thing is people have to stop getting tribal about. Like, you it. can't be like, like I said, look, it's okay to criticize Martin Scorsese for making a couple bad movies. It happens. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's made bad movies. Everybody's made bad movies. Like, Spielberg, who I love, has no made bad perfect. movies. Like, we have to stop getting tribal and be like, so that's what I'm saying is I don't like Christopher Nolan yeah. movies, but I'm going to go see Oppenheimer because I'm interested in the material and I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, well, it's Christopher Nolan. Forget it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You like, gotta, if, like, if Barbie bombs, Greta Gerberg should not be seen. Should not be sung. 
She's, no. she's, she's Greta Gerwig. I mean, Fine. she's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I want I look forward to seeing the next thing that she did. She Two. does. Yep. The, the problem is, is that we, because of that tribalism, we, we don't live in an era anymore. There's very few of them. Maybe Jordan Peele is one of the old school examples of someone who has mainstream appeal and artistic, you know, artistic yeah. capabilities that appeals to everyone like a Spielberg did or a Scorsese did. Now everything is very niche, very, um, you know, tribal where it's like, well, you have to have, if Marvel is successful, it has to be a different thing than whatever Scorsese is doing. It's like, no, like yeah. it's all the same yeah. thing. You gotta I can't, just, I can't wait to see Barbie's reaction because yep. this is a big cinesty test. It's, yeah. You have Greta Gerwig. Uh, and then Lion King will be the next one because that, that's Barry Jenkins. Yep. So like how, how justify your hatred you know fancy pants cinephile people versus everyone else who's like yeah I'll watch well, it well that's you know? that's what happened with Eternals I remember talking to people they're like well it's not cinema except for this one I'm like why because it's a director yeah. come on stop it I'm like don't you. be ridiculous I do think it's very interesting though that they do they did purposely pit Barbie and Oppenheimer against each other because I know we talked no, earlier yeah, yeah. in a, um, about you know or I think even on this show that I mean, this weekend, because we're filming this on June 29th, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny comes out tomorrow when nothing else is coming out. They've got a free yeah. reign on a five-day holiday yeah. weekend. That's, and that's big. That's Disney muscle. I mean, that's yeah. huge. And the fact that then, you, you know, in three weeks, you've got two of the most anticipated films of the year coming out on the same day yeah not I thought just one would like bring. within a week but on the same day it's a yeah. big it's a big summer and in between and, and in between is tom cruise yeah like what yeah. a three-week run we've got coming up here you've got yeah. a comedy next weekend that i love one of my favorites of the year but right. yes yes ma'am uh, but yeah i just think it's very i don't know it's it's very cannibalistic, like them trying to eat each other to see who's good. It's like, oh, well, we're going to win or we're going to win. It's like, well, they're we also, all just get along? Like, there's come on, a number let's, of layers like, to that because there's an IMAX battle, too, between <laughs> between Mission Cruise? Impossible and Oppenheimer, yeah, where they're right. just like, you know, That's, like, hey, uh -huh. we want to have more screens than you do. And it's like, yeah. good luck. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll present one more angle of Too Big to Fail. Movies suck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes I'll, movies. I'll, I'll present one stupid. more. Play video games. I'll present one more angle for the dais. Um, if there's one more, I know Warner Brothers is this case of we've seen the losses and the lost money and whatnot. Um, normally, you get there because of flippant spending and, and out of control budgets and whatnot. Um, I feel like the next place to watch for like a trend to happen or more of this to be possible or not possible is Netflix. Like at some point, they spend so much money for, now don't get me wrong, to have a regular $18 a month bump from 90 million people in the world, they're probably doing fine. But at what point do they run out of gas, run out of money or implode? I'm, that's the, that's, well, I don't, I don't think it's a fast ticking time bomb or a, or well, a short hot fuse, but at I some think it point, is. at some point, when do, what's the red line for their subscriber well, level to drop before it can't justify all the money they spend making movies? Katie mentioned something interesting about how like the budgets used to be the story. Yeah. And that is kind of becoming a thing too. I think there is a reckoning coming where 
you have something like an Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania where like I liked it but I know a lot of people didn't where they were just kind of like hey we'll throw 400 million at it and that's fine like and it's starting to have an effect like I was watching um, there was this guy named Dan Merle who does charts he's on YouTube and he was looking at Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and like in terms of like net that like net what they're bringing in yeah you know it's making 880 million dollars it's only going to bring in like 17 million they're going to start there is a reckoning coming they're going to start slashing these budgets and just making movies again you know it's not about throwing everything in it because i think people are reacting to it they you know even i the marvel show look at ant-man the wasp quantum i'm like yeah that's clearly green screen there's no realism to it we gotta get back a little bit. It's okay to throw money at it, but you gotta get back a little bit to yeah. trying hard to make it like to make it look like you're trying, like Guardians of the Galaxy three did. You know where yeah. it's like, but there, I, I think there's wait. a reckoning coming. I mean, I can't you, wait for you to see Indy five tomorrow. Well, what did Indy five? You said it cost almost three hundred million. Two hundred ninety five right? million before marketing. Yeah, I mean, and it'll be fine. But at yeah, the same but time, what did Raiders cost in, with inflation? I mean, sixty. Yeah, sixty then probably. 150 now, right? And those older movies look better too. Without, I mean, they I do. hate to be the guy who always says CGI bad. No, they they do. I've been rewatching all the Indiana Jones. They look fucking phenomenal. Well, like, yeah, my, they look great. I wonder with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when they started using a computer, and you'll yeah. see some of that here, especially towards the third act, yes, in Dial of Destiny, where it just looks like CGI. Deals. You know, why they couldn't have used models. They could have used models instead. Yeah. But, I mean, what do all four of those Indiana Jones movies have in common that this new one doesn't? Steven Spielberg directing. Yep. Yeah. And yep. it's very he's, obvious. Yeah. Well, and even he's fallen victim to it because, Ready to Player me, one. the worst film he ever made is Ready Player One. Oh, so. my God. Yeah. I love I that movie. But I know. it's over-reliance on digital stuff. I don't judge you yeah, for yeah. that. It's fine. Yeah, I, I trust you. I do like you. it. That's, I, I, know, I, I do not like it either. I don't, I I don't like it. Good, Hayden. Like Good. That's fine. That's fine that you guys Good. are wrong. Um, but, you know, I love it. don't appreciate garbage, Katie. Eat it up. But um, It's amazing. Yeah, I, I hope it, there's... Is um, it amazing? I mean, is it okay? Or is it amazing? No, it's amazing. It's each amazing. Time, each time I watch that film, there's a little teeny tiny bit of nostalgia that comes out. The uh, button that comes out. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, blow, a, it did. It's when I watched it, things. I yeah. watched it that opening weekend on Easter and seeing all the Easter eggs. Yep. I loved wow. it. The hype behind that movie pissed me off. because like, this isn't, this Well, isn't it doesn't dessert. hurt that the book sucks also. Well, that's, that's what I was about so. to say. Like, isn't see, the book not that thing. great? And I can't read. So that's why I don't know what the book's like. Hooked on Phonics is sponsored. Hooked on Phonics sponsored this video. Right. <laughs> Literacy is good, yeah. everybody. Whereas, oh, what's it? Rogaine has not sponsored us, obviously. Sponsor me, though. Are, are we good? Are we, are you, yeah. Are we good? You want to uh, wrap this up, Michael Yeah, let's Crowley? wrap this up. Yeah. So, Two any minutes. closing I'm thoughts on these? I'm hungry and I'm drunk. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm starving right now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, my I, closing, I I'll be that guy. Uh, keep an eye on Netflix. Keep an eye on Warner Brothers. You got test cases of either excess or losses. And maybe you'll see the, the the mantra come into play. Too big to fail. Like, because if because don't look at Disney. Disney's going nowhere. Um, but yeah, watch watch what Warner Brothers is doing. And if Netflix ever plummets to get to that level too, uh, where somebody's like, well, let's just buy Netflix. I'm waiting for some because they're their own giant. But wait, watch Amazon buy them or some of that stuff. So I yeah, keep an eye on that. There there's. 
as, as a casual movie fan, you can still watch a few headlines, or open up a few articles, and learn some stuff. So I, I recommend that. And keep going to the movies because that's where you and know if, all this is. Yeah. I mean, experience this. Have that be that captive audience. Yeah. Like it's like nothing else. Even if you know there's things with home and you know what the benefits are, yeah. but it's being that captive audience and having like I'm not a religious person, but as I always say, the theater is my church. So. Well, I mean, in the business side, that's the only way to enact any change is to show your approval or disapproval with your wallets. You're the consumers. Without you, they're nothing. So. It's on. It's on us, collectively. Yeah. Well, this is sponsored by Azus. Azus. <laughs> well, yep. You know, I. I, I don't know why I have that. It's mine. We just have to keep oh, our eyes out mine. on Warner Brothers mine. to really that's see. That's the one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the one where we're gonna see like what fallout can hurt a, a studio yeah. and what a studio can do to bounce back from it. Yeah. It seems like they've been trying to bounce back ever since Justice League. And, and it's, it's been a it's, rocky road. Yeah. You mean the Heavenly time. Father, Zack Snyder, he can do no wrong? Yeah. It's How can he do time, any though. wrong at all? And it's He's not just, amazing. And it's not just James God. Gunn and Disney. That, that studio has more to fix than just Disney. I'm sorry, DC. That studio has more to fix than just DC. Release yeah. the yeah. Snyder cut. I want to see the well, Schumacher cut. <laughs> Release the air cut. Release yeah. the Schumacher cut. The Why has DC always got these cut problems? Studio Medley. No one's like release the Zal cut of Eternals. It's like, well, because whatever, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But Mike, thanks well, for having us, man. Guys. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much for having. Bye. Guys, so let me thank everyone. Thank you, Hayden Mears from IGN, Don Shanahan from Every Movie Has a Lesson, and the Cinephile Hissy Fit, which you can see on these T-shirts right here. Will Johnson from the Cinephile Hissy Fit, and Katie Glidewell from the Blonde in front. I'm Mike Crawley from You'll Probably it's Ironic. Agree. She sits in the back. Yes. That's what we do here. We do irony. I'm Mike Crawley from You'll Probably Agree. If you like what you saw, remember to check out me at YPA Reviews. That is my social media handle on Twitter, on Instagram, and also, oh, and on TikTok. So, guys, please check out YPA Reviews. You'll probably agree. Cinephile Hissy Fit. Offer Void in Utah. Yeah. And, of course, <laughs> go Kansas. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Hey, Kansas. Why do